Well, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. Um, we're going to talk some Texas Tech football, talk some basketball. We've got a little bit of baseball in our Q&A. And we'll end with the Chris Carpenter tip of the week. So Tech football is going to be playing Kansas tonight, 6 p.m. at the Jones. I will actually be there um, (laughs) huddled up with lots of layers because it's going to be a cold one. Um, This should be a very interesting game, and I think this is going to be a very telling game when it comes to Texas Tech, where they're at right now, and where is this season going to end? Because the last two weeks, they have been trending uh, down pretty badly. Um, There's been all sorts of questions uh, about coaching decisions, things like that. I don't want to get into that. Um, I think bottom line, I'm going to go on record right now. I trust Joey McGuire and his staff, even if they fall apart and go four and eight, which is a possibility. Um, I still think they can get to that six and six mark, though. But um, it's, it's obviously been a very frustrating two weeks for the fan base. You know, we were very hyped up for the Baylor game and, you know, Baylor came in and just smoked us. Now, part of that credit Baylor, Baylor is a very good team and Baylor is the team that you're trying to become um, with with the staff that you've hired, the culture you're trying to institute. And so, you know, I, I think that there's a little bit of encouragement there. You're just not there yet with with your talent and, and some other issues. Um, last week, obviously, a level of frustration because, again, you you had a shot to win win that game against TCU, and, and there were some decisions made, you know, the fourth downs, all that, and then Baron Morton going out obviously wasn't uh, didn't help either, and then the phantom uh, face mask call, and so uh, bottom line, fans are frustrated, and you're 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 welcoming a Kansas team that for the first time since 2008, are going to a bowl game. And so a lot of the recipe is looking bad for Tech tonight. Um, I still lean towards Tech winning, and I hope I don't jinx them. I tend to jinx people when I say things on my podcast. But, um, you know, I think on paper, you're still the more talented team. Now, does that translate on the field? It might not. Um, your your weaknesses are pretty horrendous, and we've talked about them before. Offensive line is is rough. Um, Baron Morton's your best quarterback, and he's out. And so, you know, what you're hoping from the quarterback position tonight is you play mistake-free football. Don't turn the ball over. Um, make good decisions. If you've listened to any sports radio in Lubbock all week, they've talked about running the ball. I would I would certainly agree with that. You've got, I think, two extremely talented running backs in Sir Roderick Thompson and Taj Brooks, and that's probably needs to be your game plan is to get them the ball as much as you can. I would also add, if you're going to throw the ball, you need to get the tight ends back into it. You didn't target the tight ends at all against TCU and very limited against Baylor and you saw what they could do against West Virginia. And granted, West Virginia is probably the worst team in the Big 12, which we'll talk about what they did today in a minute. But um, they're, they're still 
that was still an impressive outing with the tight ends from Tech against them. So I think that's the recipe for success. And and, and don't put your defense in a bad position. I like going for it on fourth down, but there might be some fourth downs they need to take a step back and say, nah, let's not go for that one. I would also add, you need to have a better third down play so you don't put yourself constantly in these fourth down plays. Um, Because I think part of the problem that Tech has had this year offensively is your third down play has been awful. You know, Tech has this really pretty solid fourth down conversion rate. But if you go in and look at their third downs, they're pretty awful. And I think part of it is is the the play call on third down needs to get a little bit better. Um, even even if you're going for it on fourth down, make it a worst case scenario. If you get, if you have to get to fourth down, make it a more manageable fourth down by having a better offensive play call on third down. Um, would be kind of my piece of advice. And again, I'm not a coach, so I'm I'm just kind of giving my opinion. And I don't want to run off Zach Kitley. I know there's some people who want to do that and all that. I, you know. I think you get what you get this year record-wise. And, you know, the the importance is retaining the recruiting class that you've worked really hard in bringing in. That's still top 20. That still is beating Baylor and TCU um, conference-wise. And you get on down the road. Now, if that gets you to 6-6 six and six and, you know, the Birmingham Bowl or whatever, that's fine. But, you know, I, I, think, you, I think you're – you're building towards next season more than desperately trying to get to a bowl game this season. So, um, but I think it's still all there. I mean, you, you still got that shot and I think you've got in many ways, three very winnable games, uh, on your schedule starting tonight. So, but should be an interesting game. Uh, it's going to be a cold game again. Um, all sorts of talk this week about, you know, why is tech playing this, at night, because again, you know, if it texts on ESPN Plus this week, and the home team has choice when to play it, I I understand it to a certain extent. Um, you know, eleven a.m. games are drags at home. Two thirty games can be. Um, I probably this week it would have been a better to do two thirty. Although I will tell you this, I'm sitting on the east side of the stadium tonight, and that's usually a miserable experience during the daytime just because the sun, even in this weather, I mean, we're still sunny outside. It's just cold and it's really not even that cold yet. Um, now I'll be bundled up tonight, but, um, it's going to still be a pretty miserable experience if you're not, uh, you know, if you're, if you're on that East side with that sun beating down on you. So, but should be an interesting game. I still lean towards tech winning. I think it'll be a close game and, Tech will win in the end. Again, I think the recipe to lose is going to be turnovers. Uh, if if Tech has five turnovers like they had against Baylor a couple a uh, couple weeks ago, I think that kills them. And you just you got to play as much as possible mistake free football. And you do that, you're you're going to be in in decent shape. So. Around the Big 12, we have one final. West Virginia beats Oklahoma. Um, again, it's it was in Morgantown, so that's something to consider. But again, Oklahoma just seems up and down. Uh, they're now 5-5. Five and five. 
I view that well, um, Oklahoma Tech Tech game in a couple weeks potentially winnable, um, but we'll see. But I think Oklahoma is just not a very good football team right now, and I'm they've got some people decommitting left and right in their recruiting class. So kind of sad to be a Sooner fan, I guess. But hey, maybe you could sneak into another state early. <laughs> so uh, the other score right now going on is Oklahoma State and Iowa State. 10-7 right now, Oklahoma State in the second quarter. This is kind of a prove me game. You know, I think this is a prove me game for Tech tonight, but I think this is also this is probably a bigger prove me game for Oklahoma State, who has looked horrible the last two weeks. And, you know, this was a team, this was my preseason pick for to win the Big 12. A lot of people's, and they just have looked awful the last two weeks. So, and and again, Iowa State, not, I don't think they're a very good team. You know, should be an easy win based on talent alone for Oklahoma State. But yeah, 10 7, that's kind of interesting. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. The other big games tonight, we got Baylor taking on Kansas State. I think that's going to be a really great game, fun game to watch. Um, the winner probably is going to be in a good position to continue their dreams of playing in the Big 12 championship game. Uh, the loser's out um, at this point. So it is it is in Waco. So I kind of lean Baylor. But I think that's probably going to be the game of the night uh, for the Big 12. I think that's going to be a really fantastic game. I'll miss it, unfortunately, but that I mean that's okay. Not unfortunately, because I'm I'm excited to go to a tech game anytime I can. Um, but that should be a really fun game. And then Texas is playing TCU. The, a lot of tech fans are struggling with who to root for. Here, here's my advice: root for TCU this week, okay? Because we can never root for the burnt orange University of Texas, you know. And then TCU plays Baylor next week. Root for Baylor then, because um, I. Most uh, I will speak like as most tech fans, we don't want TCU in the playoff, okay? And so it would be a good thing if they get knocked out. I really don't want them knocked out against Texas because I don't want Texas in the Big 12 championship championship game if possible. Um, but anyway, let that's kind of what I'm looking at right now for that game. So let's shift gears. Let's talk tech basketball a little bit. Tech basketball is 2-0. and uh, They played uh, Texas Southern on Thursday. They played Northwestern State uh, Monday to open the season. And they'll play La Tech uh, this Monday. Um, overall, and I did have a question, listener questions about this, kind of what my opinion on on them are, is right now. I'm impressed, I think, overall. Um, I think this is going to be a very impressive team. I think this is going to be a team again that will surprise people. I, I believe they will finish in the top half of the Big Twelve standings in basketball. You know, are, is there issues? Yeah, there's absolutely is. You've got two. I mean, these are early games. You're still trying to figure out rotation. You're missing Amac, uh, who we're not sure when he comes back. I, I'm still leaning towards Mark Adams's timeline. Um, but uh, you know, I thought as far as specific players. Daniel, you know, obviously, Bacho looked great. It looked, um, you know, looked like he could shoulder the load at least for a while. Hopefully, until Amac uh, is back. Um, Jalen Tyson looked great. Um, you know, again, um, it's good to have him in the fold. 
Pop Isaac's very impressed by him. You know, he is a fantastic. Uh, I think he's going to be a fantastic point guard for Tech, which that was one of the weaknesses that Tech had last year was point guard play. Um, I thought Washington uh, made some good shots. O'Banner, obviously, he was he was O'Banner. He did O'Banner things, so he he looked good. Um, Davion Harmon looked good as well. Uh, you know, again, it's early, and you know, Mark Adams is going to be tinkering. Oh, well, really any coach, but, you know, Mark Adams at, at Tech certainly going to be tinkering with the lineup and rotations. Uh, K.J. Allen, I was real impressed with the minutes he gave, and he looks like he's lost a lot of weight. So maybe I need to figure out what his secret is. <laughs> so maybe I need to go on the Mark Adams fitness plan. So anyway, um, yeah, uh, 2-0, and um, I think you'll get to 3-0 and on Monday. And then it'll um, they'll be off to Maui and should be interesting to see how they do. I don't think they're going to go undefeated at Maui. I'd love for that, but um, it just that's I think that's going to be a little bit uh, tougher road to hoe. But you know you're going to be playing some solid teams. You you know you're definitely going to be playing Creighton. Could be playing Arkansas. Could be playing Arizona. And so you know we'll see what happens. But um, I think again I think everything's looking good for this team to to hit their goals um, come March at this point. So baseball, just a little nugget of Tech baseball this week. Top 10 recruiting class, second uh, season in a row. And, you know, what? It, it's, it's Tadlock being Tadlock. And certainly, again, there's going to be high expectations for this baseball team coming in. And... You know they've they've got a pretty pretty interesting tough schedule. Certainly, we talked about the Big Twelve. Uh, beginning of the Big Twelve schedule is going to be uh, kind of a rocky road, but you know with the talent you have, you we'll see what happens. But baseball continues to rock and roll, and hopefully they're going to rock and roll themselves back to Omaha. So, um, let's talk a little bit of NFL football. Chiefs get a big win over the Titans last Sunday. That was good to see. Um, you know, something about the t- well, I know what the something is. It's Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry just gives um, the Chiefs fits. Um, but it was good to get a win out of that. Um, Chiefs will play the Jags tomorrow. In theory, notice I say in theory, that should be a win. But the Chiefs have history of playing down to their opponent. Look at the Colts game earlier in the season. So bring the intensity, Chiefs. Get yourself a win. And then you got the Chargers in primetime next Sunday. Cowboys, uh, they were off last week. They're playing the Packers tomorrow. You know, uh, I know the Packers are reeling. I know they're struggling. It's still Lambeau Field. It's still the Cowboys that struggle at Lambeau Field. Um, I think it's going to be – we'll see what happens. I think you're more talented than the Packers. But the Cowboys sometimes are going Cowboy and they'll lay an egg. And I could see that happening. So um, I'm leaning towards the Packers winning. I'm sorry. I'm a a realistic Cowboys fan. What can I say? So it should be interesting week, though, in the NFL. um, And we'll see what happens. So we'll go ahead and take our break. And then when we get back, it will be time for listener questions. And welcome back to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. It's now time for listener questions. Again, best way uh, to get a hold of me with listener questions is 
by following the official Twitter of the Chris Carpenter Show, which is at the C Carp Show. Also follow the official TikTok of the Chris Carpenter Show, which is just simply the Chris Carpenter Show. So let's jump on into it. We've got really good questions to say. Orenthal is in back of the picture. Petersburg people, lock your doors. Who are your NFL MVP favorites halfway through the season? So Orenthal from Pit, uh, P- almost at Pittsburgh. Petersburg, home of the Buffaloes. Um, interesting question. I think, you know, Patrick Mahomes is, is putting up great numbers. I think he has a very valid argument to win another MVP. I don't know if they'll give it to him because he's already won one. Um, you know, Jalen Hurts, I think, potentially will probably get votes. Beyond that, Josh Allen, maybe. Um, I will say this. He will not get get it. He'll probably get some votes. Um, and uh, the reason he won't get it because he was out for several games, but I think you could make an argument uh, for Tua um, in in Miami to to get the MVP award. He he has looked really good, and Miami has looked really good with him under center. So if the coach, if the training staff, the medical staff can not mess things up, Miami's going to be dangerous. Then maybe not this year because I, I think you've got to make the playoffs, take your lumps, and then, you know, then then come in and, and go further. But, you know, they're going to be dangerous. Tua has looked really good. So, but that's that's who I would lean towards right now. I mean, the NFC is just a mess. Um, I don't trust Minnesota. I don't think they really have, like, quote-unquote MVP player, and they're probably uh, up there with Philadelphia. I mean, again, Jalen Hurts will probably be the one from the NFC. And then I would lean towards Mahomes in the AFC. So, Good question, Arenthal. You were guilty. Uh, James from Klondike asked, where will Tech finish the regular season for football? Six and six or five and seven? They could finish four and eight. I think if they lose tonight, I don't see them winning the next two games. I'm still going to be stubborn, and I'm still going to stick to it until it's mathematically impossible. I still think six and six uh, is where they most likely end up. Now, Again, I think that's a win tonight plus I think the Iowa State I still think Iowa State's going to be a more realistic win than Oklahoma. I'm just I'm just still not prepared to pull that trigger and say, "Oh yeah, Tech will beat Oklahoma even though it's in Lubbock." So, I, I still lean towards 6 and 6 um for Tech. Oh, excuse me, for Tech. All right. Anita from <laughs> I didn't mean to say your name that weird. Anita from Brownfield. One more warm-up game before Creighton at Maui. What grade would you give Tech basketball this far into the season? So, I mean, yeah, two games in. I mean, I'd give them an A. I wouldn't give them an A-plus necessarily. I think you – I don't really wouldn't give any team an A-plus right now. I just don't think you, you can do that um, this early in the season. But, yeah, I'd give them an A. They've, they've taken care of business. Um, I think they've looked really strong doing it. One thing I forgot to add when we were talking Tech basketball is they have looked really good – uh, on, from the free throw line, which that was a major, I, that was a major liability last year. So um, if they clear, if they clear that, clean that up, and you're a little bit better from three again, that's still an Achilles heel. Um, right now, um, I think you got to be a little bit better from three than you've been the first two games. This could be a pretty unstoppable team. 
So I still would give them an A, though. You've taken care of business, unlike Oklahoma and Oklahoma State and Louisville, for that matter, have. So I'd give them an A. All right, next question. We are moving right along. Um, Vicky from Whiteface. Which teams will be competing for the Big 12 title in basketball? So I do think Tech has a shot to compete for it. I still would lean probably the Big 12 championship will come down to Baylor or Kansas, um, those two teams. I think I would put them kind of in that tier one, tier two. Um, I'm not a, I'm not sold on TCU, but I think they're probably in that tier two along with Tech and uh, UT. I'm not sold. I know UT's got all this talent, but again, we've seen how that's worked out with Beard, but also with UT in the past. So I would probably lean towards a Baylor or Kansas winning, but that's still good news for Tech because Tech uh, Tech swept Baylor last year, and I think they could do that again this year. Um, you know, Waco is not going to be that intimidating of a home crowd. Um, and then you split with Kansas last year, and again, you probably should have swept them. Um, so could Tech punch up and get themselves that top tier? Yeah, absolutely, but I would say right now I'm leaning uh, probably Kansas or Baylor winning the Big 12. So, all right, we got Doug from Earth. Do you have any fan hatred for Shannon and McCuller? So Shannon transferred to Illinois, McCuller famously transferred to Kansas. So Shannon, I don't have any fan hatred towards him. I really, and you know, I talked about this a lot on the podcast last season. I didn't understand the fan hate towards Shannon overall. It just seemed like there was a lot of anti Shannon sentiment throughout the season. I get, I get why he, he transferred and I get it. The only thing that kind of irritated me was he wanted Tech to pay his summer school tuition, which basically caused the Michigan thing to fall through. And yeah, no, especially when you made a lot of money off NIL last year, you could have paid that. But now I don't really have any fan hatred towards Shannon. McCuller, I have a little bit. And let me clarify a little bit. I don't want to, I'm not, I'm not bitter at him. I'm not going to bash him online or anything like that. Here's my deal with McCuller. It, yes. Going to Kansas, that's one. But I could probably get over that. What really irritated me uh, with from McCuller, and it's really his parents too, is they kind of just went, not kind of, they did go out of their way to kind of fire, not kind, again, not kind of, I keep, need to quit saying that. They went out of their way to fire shots at Tech and bash Tech as they were exiting the door. And I just, I found that unnecessary. I understand why he transferred. But firing shots at Tech as you leave, there was no world where that was necessary. So, all right. Got a, uh, one more question. Bill from Canyon. Big-time recruiting class for Tadlock. When does Tech announce a major NIL initi- initiative for baseball and major improvements for Dan Law? I think the NIL initiative will be announced right before the baseball season. I expect they will probably have a similar NIL deal to the basketball teams. Softball softball's already announced one, too, similar to that. Um, Dan Law improvements, I think that's probably next on the facility improvement list. 
and it's overdue, quite frankly. Um, and Dan Law's not a dump of a field. Um, I remember before the last round of renovations, it was kind of a dump. But when you added the canopy and you added some more of those box seats, it's it's it, it was an upgrade. Problem is, that was about 10 years ago, and you've got Oklahoma State who basically built a minor league baseball stadium. And so that's what you're competing with. You're going to have to make some upgrades. And the, here's the big interesting discussion decision that base, that Kirby Hocutt's going to have to make, and Tadlock too. Do you upgrade Dan Law Field, or do you build a completely brand new facility? I think either option could be on the table. Um, but yeah, I think the next big announcement will be baseball um, upgrades and I don't have a timetable on that you're gonna I think you got the donors that would do it uh, for sure but um, certainly I I would say probably within this next year you will hear announcements about baseball um, upgrades you know they're already upgrading the clubhouse Um, I think you will hear something about baseball upgrades so Good questions this week. Again, make sure you're following the official Chris Carpenter Show Twitter, which is at The C Carp Show. And follow the official TikTok of The Chris Carpenter Show, which is just simply The Chris Carpenter Show. We're going to take a break, and then when we come back, it'll be time for the Chris Carpenter Tip of the Week. And welcome back to this week's edition of The Chris Carpenter Show. It is now time for the Chris Carpenter Tip of the Week. And my tip of the week deals with teachers. Again, I'm a teacher, so I can, I can, a lot of my tip of the weeks will deal with it. Have some patience this week. Um, you're almost there to uh, hopefully a good break. And just practice patience. Kids act like kids, act like kids. Doesn't mean you don't doesn't mean you let them roll over you, but practice patience, get through these five days, and then you've got a great break coming up. So I do plan on um, doing a tech Kansas recap show that will um, I'll record that tomorrow. Um, and then I will do a regular episode next week of the Chris Carpenter show. You probably will not get a tech Iowa State recap uh, additional episode i'll probably just lump it in with uh, my episode for next week um, just because i'll be doing some traveling and then i've got a special surprise i'm going to announce next saturday regarding maybe a special surprise episode coming up of the chris carpenter show so until next time i hope everybody has a great week and i will see you next time for the chris carpenter show